Welcome in to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller, thanks for joining us. It's the first day of December 2021, and I'm glad you've joined us for a few minutes. We like to take a look at the daily sky and see where the energies are and then see if there's a lesson or two that we might learn up in there with it. And we've got a big event today because at 822 this morning, Eastern Time, Neptune slows down to a stop stations direct, and then cranks it back up, moving forward again. If you remember, it turned retrograde all the way back on June 25th. So this has been, what, five months, right? Almost half the year that Neptune has been going backwards in the sky. Now, for these slower-moving planets, the time of about two weeks, like on either side of the station direct, is when the intensity of that planet just magnifies because it's just sitting there, right? Well, Neptune is the second slowest in the sky next to Pluto. So this one has really been active over the last couple of weeks and will be for the next couple as people have been talking about amplified dreams. I mean, we take everything that we regard with Neptune and just amplify it. So let's think about delusion, illusion, foggy thinking. I mean, if you haven't been able to track or you are uh, around people who haven't just, you know, they're just not seeing clearly. Well, there's that side of Neptune. And the other side are the visions and the dreams and the imaginations that are positive. So there is extra spiritual guidance that I know a lot of people have been feeling over these last couple of weeks. Now, there's one other characteristic with Neptune that we can't get by not mentioning here because it's been in the news. What does Neptune also rule? We've talked about it a few more than a few times. Viruses. Neptune slows down almost to a stop. We have a new strain that pops up out of nowhere that has multiple variants that causes almost near instant reactions of restriction in many places around this planet. For that kind of reaction, I would cast my eyes over to Saturn in Aquarius, and I would also look at a very interesting conjunction of Pluto and Venus in Capricorn. Pluto at 25 degrees Capricorn, Venus at 20 degrees Capricorn, five degrees apart. That's a solid conjunction. The exact conjunction will be a week from Saturday, December 11th. Now, Pluto is also involved in the, in the virus and pandemic thing. Neptune rules it. Pluto expands it. Eris has made it difficult, even sinister, you could say. Now, let's back up because I do need to focus on Venus for a second. Let me give you this. Several things in the news this month with Venus. First off, on the very late night of the 7th, East Coast time, so literally two minutes before midnight, Venus leaves out of bounds. Now, I've put all these out of bounds dates for you on the Fun Astrology website. So it's in there with the whole area where we have the chart and then the aspects of the week and then that far right column at the bottom I put the out-of-bounds planets. An out-of-bounds planet is one that is above or below the highest declination or lowest declination of the sun. Just think about the equator and then go up to the poles on both sides, go up and down. The sun will never go any farther than 23 degrees, 27 minutes, north and south. But planets can. So when planets go beyond that, either north or south, they are said to be out-of-bounds. So they're basically higher 
or lower than the sun can possibly be. So they're being unruly. Venus has been out of bounds since October 10th. So you could think back in your relationship life or your financial life. Think back to October 10th or just your personal harmony and balance. But think back to October 10th and just think about what might have happened in one of those areas that Venus influences. Have you wanted to get into a relationship? Not a good time to do it, by the way. Have you wanted to get out of a relationship? Might have been forced upon you. <laughs> uh, partner going crazy? I mean, think about Venus out of bounds and Neptune stationing direct. Maybe you found something out that you weren't supposed to. I guess you could kind of almost think about it like that. Of It's almost like a conjunction with Uranus and Venus for this whole time since October. It's that kind of thing. It's the wacky, unexpected, out-of-the-ordinary, bizarre, not-counted-on kind of thing that happens. So Venus comes back inside the ropes the evening of the 7th. Then December 11th, Venus conjuncts Pluto. And then on the 19th, that's a Sunday, Venus goes retrograde. Venus retrogrades are quick. It will only be retrograde until January 29th. But this is why Venus stays so long in Capricorn. So relationships that start within that window of the out of bounds, so October 10th to December 7th, I mean, it's not all bad. <laughs> you ever been at a ski resort and you knew that somebody was over the ropes? You could see their ski tracks or you could hear them hooting and hollering. I mean, it can be fun over there. It can also get you into trouble. But I think you could say that a relationship started during this period is going to be uh, zany. It's going to be somewhat unusual. It will have some, uh, it, it won't be boring. Even though Venus is in Capricorn, that out of bounds spices it up. Now, a Venus retrograde relationship that begins, so that's after the 19th and before January 29th, either could have a shadow on it or it could be a relationship that becomes one of doing some amazing soul-growing work that could only happen when two people come together to say, let's really go deeper in our life and let's let the relationship be a catalyst to do that. So again, not making either side good or either side bad, it's how you make it. It's what you intend and how you live it out that makes the difference. Now, one final thing here before we go, and that is the Venus-Pluto conjunction itself. We were kind of talking about that in context of the virus with Neptune slowing down, coming to a stop. Now, all of a sudden, we have a big scary variant, Venus moving into in an applying aspect to Pluto conjunction. Also, that conjunction is square to Eris, and it is trying to Algol. You guys can look up Algol, but Algol and Eris and Pluto, <laughs> that's the three troublemakers right there. And if you think that Venus doesn't represent our collective balance and harmony, well, I mean, think again. So from a macro perspective, we have all of that moving back into, let me ask it this way. And especially if you guys know my story from Subconscious Mind Mastery, where I had to get whipped over the head with a steel pipe cosmically and karmically before I woke up spiritually. Do you think that the consciousness of this planet has shifted since January of 2020 in a way that the planets would look down here and say, ah, you guys finally have gotten it. 
I see the love. I see the support. I see the harmony. I see the camaraderie. Yeah, I don't either. And thus, this Venus applying conjunction with Pluto kind of says to me that Eris and Algol might be involved as well. And maybe there's more lessons to be learned until we get it. And that's why we're doing our work. (laughs) Come join us on the Facebook Live every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, if you can, for the Healing Convergence. That's over at the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners Group on Facebook. Because we're doing our part. We are doing everything that we can do just to bring harmony to the world. May we stand for that. That's our answer. See you tomorrow.